This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and we are back once again It is Friday, let's have a little chat We, of course, have the Winter House finale to talk about today. This might be the last little Friday bonus for a while. Winter House is ending. I've done the bonus episodes for Top Chef. I've done them for Southern Charm. I don't know, uh, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. What is kind of on the docket next? So if you have things that you would like to hear, ideas or, you know, things that would make good kind of bonus episode, little mini solo kind of topics, let me know. Let me know in a five-star review, slide into my DMs, uh, you know, keep, we love suggestions, but you know, we're going to take a couple weeks off for the holidays and then we'll, we'll regroup in the new year. You know, we'll see what's happening. In the meantime, though, we have some exciting normal episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks. Also this week, I had Amanda and Sierra on yesterday. They were in the studio. We had a good time talking about all things Winter House and kind of their whole uh, summer house, winter house universe that they're in now. Larsa and Lisa were in the office earlier this week. I loved chatting with them about all things Miami. Um, And next week, you know, we have some more exciting guests coming up. So make sure you are subscribed and we will be keeping you in good company over the holidays. But in the meantime, before I get to talking about Winter House today, there is a hot little story that has hit the internet today. And that is that the feds have raided Jen Shaw's house uh, you know, they're they're trying to come up with some items that I guess might be sold off because she has a lot of money to pay, you know, XYZ, she hasn't been sentenced yet. But you know what the feds found when they got to Jen Shaw's house? Surprise, surprise, a whole lot of fake luxury items, specifically just quote designer handbags and jewelry. Um, and this is this is something I feel like we don't talk a lot about that housewives of course have this kind of luxurious image to upkeep and i i would guess that there are quite a few housewives who have indulged now and again in a fake designer item but it sounds like jen really was you know hitting the uh either i don't know what what it's aliexpress or maybe the the blankets of canal street in new york city um so she had Authorities confiscated more... I'm reading from page six. Authorities confiscated more than 50 fake items from the Real Housewives star and home in Utah. Some of the faux purchases included counterfeit purses marked Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Fendi, and Jimmy Choo. And she also allegedly bought fake accessories ostensibly from... I love that they have to put all the designer names in quotes because, of course, she didn't actually buy... (laughs) She didn't actually buy the accessories from these places. But Cartier, Tiffany & Co., Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Dior, Hermes, and Bulg- and Bulgari. 
Look, Jen, 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 Jen. The thing is, even if she was stealing however much money she is purported to have stolen, you know, a few million bucks, she, uh, there's an effort to have her pay 6.5 in restitution, you know, clearly a lot of money. But even to have that much money over the period of, you know, 10 plus years, the lifestyle still, to me, didn't quite add up. Because even if you're making a good amount of money, to have just dozens and dozens of designer handbags and the shoes and the jewelry and the accessories and the crazy ass house and all of this stuff... That is a level of money that is hard to fathom and certainly was hard to fathom for what Jen said she was doing. But even stealing the money, (laughs) it's pretty funny that you're committing fraud to fund your whole lifestyle, but even the fraud money can't pay for the real Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Fendi, Dior, etc. Like, if you're going to scam, maybe... I'm not an experienced scammer. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little scammy, but you you know, I haven't to best to the best of my knowledge, my understanding of fraud, I don't think I've committed it. If you're going to do fraud, do enough fraud so that you can buy the real Chanel bag. That just seems like a no-brainer to me. If I want the Chanel bag and I'm not doing fraud, maybe I have to head down to Canal Street and get the quote-unquote Chanel bag. I'm not really into the, I'm not really into fake stuff, whatever, it's fine, I'm not judging you, maybe, whatever. But if you're stealing money from people, a Chanel bag costs, what, like $6,000-ish, yeah, there's a range. If you're stealing $5 million and you don't feel like the the real Chanel bag is in the budget, just steal $6,000 more. I mean, don't... don't do it, but like, isn't that the way you would do it? If you've learned anything from listening to me talk about this over the last year and a half, clearly it's that I have absolutely no idea how um, the legal system works or the the details of fraud or embezzlement. Like embezzling to me is one of those things where I understand. I I'm trying to tread carefully because I'm like, what do I understand? I understand that you're taking money out of a business or something that you shouldn't be, right? Like you're skimming money off the top, that whatever. But like, how do you do it? Like, what do you, where, how do you embezzle? It's okay. I'll Google it. Um, (laughs) But anyway, uh, so hopefully, uh, there was some real stuff they said that they found in Jen's house, like um, like jewelry from Meredith Marks's collection. <laughs> I'm sure Meredith Marks really appreciates that shout out that it's like, well, all of the purses were fake. But you know what? She did have a couple bracelets from Meredith that she probably got for free. Good for her. I hope those sell for a lot and can pay back some of the victims. TBD on that. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's talk about Winter House. This season, been a little up and down. If you've been with me every week, you know that there's been a lot of ups and downs. I've spiraled a lot. You know, we get to this finale. I feel like we're in a pretty good place. We get one one last little flare up between Austin and Sierra. We get Rachel finally, uh, you know, bringing up all her issues with Jess. I thought that was handled pretty well. We finally get Corey sort of letting Jess down easy a little bit. I thought he did a, uh, you know, as good a job as could be expected. And overall, we're doing okay. It's that clip of Ramona. What's that clip of Ramona where she's like, you know what? It's all going to be okay. And that's how I feel at the end of Winter House. Talking to Amanda and Sierra yesterday, 
I got the sense that everybody feels pretty, pretty chill about this season. Like, of course, there were little spats and drama and stuff. But when I was talking to them about Jess, I actually was surprised how generous they were toward her. Because I felt watching the season, like, obviously, Jess has had some issues with some of the women in the house. And I could have seen Sierra, Amanda, Paige leaving the house and basically being like, well, Jess was annoying. Never need to see her again. Good thing that was only for two and a half weeks. But, you know, uh, Amanda and Sierra really seemed sympathetic to her. And the fact that she has gotten kind of ripped apart online throughout the season, I think has been tough. And they've all been on this roller coaster for a long time. Amanda, Sierra, all of them have dealt with this. And so I think when they see somebody who kind of is bearing the brunt of that, it's like, yeah, you can empathize a little bit and you can, you can put yourself in their shoes and realize that maybe they were going through it. Maybe they made some questionable decisions, but at the end of the day, do they really need to be getting dragged on Twitter left, right and center? Maybe not. And have I contributed to that? Maybe a little. I don't think I'm one of the draggier people on Twitter. But I do think Jess has a lot of growing to do. And realizing in this final episode that she was... It was her 25th birthday on the last night. So she was 24 for this entire season. And suddenly, a whole lot of things make sense. I'm like... Oh, you're 24 and Corey is like 30 something. Like, of course, you're going to come into this house and you're going to be hooking up with this guy for two years. Okay, Corey is 32. I just Googled it. You're going to be hooking up with this guy for two weeks, sleeping in his bed, spending all this time together. And he's cute. He's nice. Whatever. Of course you're going to be like, we're dating. You're 24. Corey might be a player. He might, he might, you know, be a little bit of a fuck boy sometimes, but he probably is like the realest man that she's dated. I don't know a lot about Jess's personal life, but when you're 24, you have not had that much time to be out in the real world dating adults. And this is post pandemic. She probably graduated from college in like 2020. Oh my God, I feel old. And I'm not even old. I'm like three years older than her and I feel ancient talking about this. Imagine how Corey feels. Oh my God. No, but I thought Corey brought up the thing with Jess in a mature way when he was like, you know, it really is. I'm worried about the distance. I don't know if that's going to work, you know, to be exclusive. And... I think the distance is a really valid way to broach the topic because it's like, okay, maybe it wouldn't work even if we lived in the same city, but especially considering the fact that we live 2,000, 3,000 miles away, girl, what do you think is, what's going to happen here? Really? And you know what? Jess probably got home and I bet within a week if not 72 hours, she probably was like, oh my God, yikes. Ah, let me get on a dating app. Let me find somebody that lives in my five mile radius and let's go get drinks. Because I feel like when you're in a 
when you're in a situation where you're really hyper into someone, it feels like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. This is my person. I'm obsessed with them. I hope they're obsessed with me. I, this is, this is, feels like it could be it. And then the second you know that that's not going to happen, you have that day or two where you're really just sort of in the hole. And then a week later, you're like, oh, yeah, that was, that was unnecessary on my part. It was a little much. It was a little excessive. Did I, did I need to be that upset about that? Did I need to spend three days in bed? Maybe you did, but you know, you live and you learn onward and upward. And I, nothing but the best for Jess, I hope. Um, and I liked that she and Rachel were able to come to a good little conclusion. Cause I think that that first night at the etiquette, Charleston, whatever the fuck dinner, sorry, I cursed. Jess really didn't uh, handle that so well. She was like, well, I think that was taken out of context. And it's like, babe, no, 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 no. Calm down. We're going to do an apology the real way. And she did that the next day, which I appreciated. And I also, speaking of topics that needed to be sewn up at the end of the season, I have a lot of respect for the way Sierra handled Austin. Because I think they're obviously in this social circle orbit together. They have a lot of mutual friends. They're on these shows together. I think Austin kind of feels this pressure to come back to neutral with everyone in the group that it's like, okay, Sierra and I, we're not dating. So that means we have to be friends. We had a fight. So we have to get back to being friends at the end of the day. We have to work on this friendship because we're in this weird fake friend group on TV And I respect Sierra using her therapy tools, protecting her peace and being like, hey, yeah, thanks for the apology. I don't actually think that we need to be friends right now. And that is so real because that always happens when somebody does something to you or you're, you know, maybe you have a thing with someone and then it doesn't work out. And they're like, but we're friends. And it's like. I don't I don't have wish ill will on you, but it's like are we friends? Were we friends before? Do we still need to be friends even if we were friends before? I think it is a healthy adult thing to check in on those relationships and to really obviously you can be cordial, you can be friendly to someone, but it's like maybe you're not friends. And that's okay. You know, sometimes it's just not meant to be. But anyway, that's that's where we leave the winter house this season. Everyone's more or less in a good place. Amanda and Kyle had a nice little season together. Paige is going to go spend a month in Charleston before she films Summer House. And speaking of Summer House, you know, should be coming in the next couple months. Can't wait for that. I am I'm pretty excited to have at least a month or so of none of these people on my TV screen. Love to love them, but I I need some time alone. (laughs) I feel like we all need some time alone, right? Like the Southern Charm, Summer House, Winter House, Bubble. We'll be back, but uh, a break will do us all good. But in the meantime, thanks so much for listening. It was a great season. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time. Be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Uncool.
Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.